0: Welcome
1: back to the Smart Hive.
0: Hey there. Hi, Morgan. Happy season six. Hello. Yay! We're
1: back. We are back. Just took a little bit of a break. Wasn't that long? No. Nope. We haven't been gone that long.
0: No.
1: Nope. Enough to, to read some more books, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I kind of can't believe it. Like we were just counting recently. It was like almost sixty episodes, and so we've only been doing this for like less than a year and a half. Yeah kind of crazy yeah every week we're doing Mm -hmm. something with this podcast
0: usually i feel like before a season starts we have like the whole season planned out Mm -hmm. but we don't this one no we have like maybe four or five episodes so if you're listening and you're an author reach out to us because we're looking for more books sometimes we just don't have time to like pleasure read through a whole bunch of books to like pick some out yeah so if you have any thoughts or want to send us some books, let
1: us know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, for this week and coming back. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going out. We're just kind of starting with a Bang.
0: Well, well, with one of our favorite authors. Yes.
1: So JT Gessinger. Yep. Gessinger. Yep. I'm always going to. Geisinger. I know. There's a, there's a pronunciation for it somewhere. I think it might be in our Facebook group or something, yeah. but I, I'm just going to fuck it up. So JT, we yes. love you uh we did a couple episodes in the past on books of hers because we love her so much uh but this time we're gonna do pin pal and pin pal is huge
0: newly released it hasn't been out for very long not
1: very long but we are gonna spoil everything yes and because it has been out and if you're a diehard fan like we are you have already read this
0: if you have not do not listen to this episode because it will ruin the entire book yes so One more time, this is a spoiler episode. So if you have not read this book and you want to, do not listen to this episode because we are going to spoil like the whole main part of the book. Yes. Okay. It's time we
1: talk about it. It's been out for a minute. I know there's discussion groups that are available out there, but there's not too many podcasts uh, that I have been able to find that have a review of this book. So it's time to talk about it. Yeah. It's absolutely time to talk because it's taken over. Yes, I think this might be one of her biggest releases. I agree. Um, and just even fucking starting with the cover, the cover to this book is so hot. It is Smoke amazing. It. Yeah. And I did hear in like an interview with her that uh, Amazon gave her a hard time about it to begin with because apparently like the front snap of his uh-huh. jeans are unsnapped, oh, and that's an obscenity type thing for Amazon, so they had to like put a snap in there to yeah. That's so I know, but he is so yummy. so yummy. The cover's so great and I have this book because I won a contest right. from her fan group and uh, so I have this book signed and autographed yeah. to me and I'm super fucking stoked yeah. about it. Alright, here's what you got with pen pal JT Gessinger. Here's your characters, yo. So you start out, your main chick, her name is Kayla. Um, It's really very sad how this book starts it because it's starting at Her husband's funeral. Yeah. So she's not like hysterically wailing or anything like that. I think it's like a dark and stormy, gloomy day, and she's very sad and she's very empty. Yeah. And we're in her point of view. Right. So she deals with this funeral. She goes home. She's just noting about different things that have, you know, gone on in the house. I think she even has like a letter that was left on the table, and it's very weird. Um, It's from somebody named Dante and it's just this random like quote or whatever. And she's like, I just can't deal with this right now. So she tosses it aside.
0: She's kind of like floating through life right now. Yes. Which is what you would expect. Right. She's just very mindless and I don't know, lost, lonely. So she's just, she sees things, but she doesn't really focus on them. She just wants to go to her bed and like lay there and never come out.
1: Right. She's yeah. not eating. Right. She likes to lay, lay about, but she's not really sleeping or yeah. when she does sleep, she's not understanding like a blackout type of thing. Like, I don't know what's happened yeah. since I've been gone. Um, also things with the house, like you can tell that they this was their nest egg, like yeah. they saved up for this house and you get the idea, too, that her husband was a little kind of primpy and really liked how people thought of him living in this big, nice house. But the house has some problems. Like
0: a mess. Like she notes a couple times where like she'll walk in and like the cover, all the cupboard doors will be open or like the lights flicker. um, The heat comes on and off. Like her doorbell goes off weird at like all strange times. Yeah. Just like really weird things. So she thinks there's a lot of stuff that are wrong, you know, that's wrong with it. So she knows she has to, like, call people out to, like, fix this house. Mm-hmm. And also she does know she didn't even want this house. Right. She doesn't even want the life that she was living. She did it for her husband. So now that he's gone, she's even more lost.
1: Right. Right. Yep. Well, and she's lost and sad with a leaky fucking roof. Right. Because water's coming in right. through her kitchen now and she has yeah. to deal with buckets. Yeah. So she calls on, I don't know, she finds some, like, card and she calls on some. Eddie. Eddie the handyman. Yeah. 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 So Eddie comes out and he's kind of groovy and she's like, yeah, he's stoned, but she thinks he's fine. So he goes about the business. She's like, check the electrical, check the roof, check everything. He comes back down and he's like, yep, you need a new fucking roof and that's going to cost you. But I found nothing wrong with your electrical. Everything else seems to be fine. And she's like, I don't really believe that. And he's like, nah, I'm high. I don't care. So off you go. He, but he doesn't do that kind of work. It's too extensive for him. So he referred her to someone else that was going to be coming out to check on it. So here she goes back about her day. Um, you meet her housekeeper, Fiona. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Scottish. So once in a while in her phrases, you can tell yeah. that she's Scottish. And I think that that was just really kind of just yeah. one of those little extra touches that the author puts in for us because yeah. we've had it in the past where they've been Irish or Italian or, you know, yeah. something like that. And so she's really good at that. She
0: kind of reminds me of like a nosy like grandma. Yeah. as kind of like the vibe that I get
1: from her. Yeah. Well because Fiona's right off the bat going, Oh, so Kayla, are you gonna stay here? Yeah. Like you're now that Michael's gone, like yeah. are you are you gonna stay here? And she was like, Where the fuck else am I supposed to right. go? Like she She just, you can tell Kayla, again, sad and empty, but at the same time, she has a good, like, wicked sense of humor, I think, and she's very, like, self-deprecating, but she's also at the same time, like, oh, I'm a fucking loon, but whatever, Fiona, I don't really give a fuck. I'm just gonna drift in this other room. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, at some point, you know, Handyman's gonna show up, and oh, man, oh, man, if only the Handyman I've ever had work on my house.
0: I'd be putting holes through my own walls if the Handyman looked like this.
1: Yes, and his name is Aiden. Yes. So hot. I mean, just everything described. I mean, of course, picture what you want. Everyone yeah. pictures what they want. I pictured this. Yeah. And so the way that she describes that, you know, that you just got this big hunk of manly fucking tattooed man mm-hmm. in front of you that you literally want to take off your panties and handle more.
0: I feel like that's the one good thing that this author does really well is when she picks a cover, I feel like it really embodies like the main male character. Yeah. Every single book I've read of hers, it always has a main male character. Full body, face, body, mostly. Mm -hmm. And that particular cover, for me, always seems to match perfect. Yeah. She does a really great job with that. So when I was reading this book, high (laughs) cover, like, I could look at the cover and be like, I could picture him in this story. Yes. Which does make things a lot easier if you don't want to take the time to like mentally drum up who you feel like this character looks like in your brain look at her covers oh yeah for sure
1: oh definitely yeah Yeah, he's everything that you see on that cover um but he's also an asshole Mm. so he's what we call like the grumpy sunshine type of trope or whatever but he is going to be a sarcastic ass to her and she's going to snip and snap right back to it she's not going to take his shit but he's also like noticing that something's up with her. Yeah. And so he's always, he's, you know, he did kind of shut down the being an asshole for a minute to be like, Are you okay? Is yeah. there anything I can do? And she's like, You can fix my fucking roof. Right. So he comes back to her with like a $10,000 quote. And she's just devastated at that point because she doesn't have that kind of money. And she's letting him know, I don't have that kind of money. So with a little bit of back and forth and more push and pull and more banter and more sarcastic yeah. comments. Um, He agrees that he's going to do it for cheaper and he'll come back or whatever. She's like, okay, whatever. I feel
0: like their banter right now is not even a slow burn yet. No. Like, he is a fucking dick. Yeah. And she is like, no, fuck you. Like, just do my roof. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You're an asshole. Mm -hmm. So as readers, you know, like, okay, maybe this is where. these two are going but there is no slow burn yet no it's just hatred at this point oh yeah yeah
1: i mean she can understand like how he affects her but then he opens his mouth and she was just like no no hold on hold on um i would just ignore that you're an asshole i would (laughs) just be like i'm so sorry what did you say can you say it again yeah oh you meant to be mean oops i'm like that so sorry Yeah, anyway. Okay, so he comes back to do a roof. They get into it again. She basically (laughs) fires him. Yeah. And it's really funny and really cute, and she sends him underway. Mm -hmm. All right. Then she's deciding she's going to join a group, like a grief group type of thing so she goes in she talks to somebody she's just like nah this isn't for me and she hightails it out of there and decides you know what fuck it there's a bar across the street let's do that instead
0: That's fair. don't blame her right yep
1: doesn't you know it yeah. is what it is so she goes to the bar but who does she see she sees Aiden is he gonna talk to her of course he is is there still gonna be banter back and forth yes is there going to be drinks back and forth yes and then is the flirting gonna turn on yes yeah. Oh my God! This is the most straightforward fucking man that I have ever read, and I didn't see it coming. I saw he was an asshole, oh, yeah. and I saw that the banter was great, and he's really quick with his corpse back to her. But I didn't see two minutes into a conversation. So when we gonna fuck? Because that's basically what is happening. I want to fuck you. What's that going to take?
0: Honestly, how refreshing. Mm-hmm. Games, playing of games was something that like obviously, in well, maybe not for you, but when I was 20 or 21 or whatever, it was all about the game, all about the chase. Who is playing what, who is winning, who is losing. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing to read a character that's just no games straight off the bat yeah because games are sexy right so like in a lot of books the slow burn is the game Mm. that's not no that's not this book no this book is just like straight up we're fucking when are we fucking how are we fucking like let's go
1: exactly like in this conversation that they have he's basically letting her know i see you I see that you're sad. I see that something's going on. I know that you're married. What's happening with that? And she says, I'm separated from my right. husband. He left me. I'm not quite sure at this point why she's choosing to do that as opposed to just telling the truth that her husband passed away. Maybe it's her guilt that it's only been like three or four weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here she is feeling attractive yeah. know, towards another person. You know, you don't get the idea that they had the happiest of marriage, but you still have, they still had a marriage. So you don't really know anything about their marriage at this point.
0: I guess for me, like, I thought she wasn't telling him the truth because she, A, didn't want to get into it, and B, she didn't want to make him feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. Because I feel like no one wants, like, a broken emotional mess when they're fucking. Yeah, So I feel like... And he's an asshole. So oh, yeah. I think maybe she just thought there would just be less emotional, less questions if she didn't tell the truth.
1: Yeah. I also think, too, that like, because he knows that she is fucked up, that she's a hot mess. And he's kind of telling her, I'm cool with that. As long as, you know, if you're telling me the truth, that you're separated, cool. Um, then I think I know what you need and you need good fucking and you need somebody to give a shit. And so I'm here to do all of that. And let's, let's go. And she's just like, I just can't like, no, I'm I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I see everything that you are. I see everything that you could give me. Mm -hmm. I'm just not there yet. And she leaves. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Weird. But big he t- big huge mistake. <laughs> but he tells her, "Hey, just so you know, like I will be here when you're ready, and you'll be ready, and right. you'll come back, and we are gonna do this fucking right, like and so. See I'll see you soon. Right. I live above this bar. Yeah. Just so you know, she's like, okay, okay. So she goes home. She goes to bed. Weird shit's happening in her house again. I think that she hears footsteps and yeah. creaking and lights, and she just panics gets into her car, and drives straight to fucking Aiden's. And she's banging on his door before she's realizing, oh, holy fucking shit, how did I even get here, and what the fuck am I doing? But then he opens the door and just his jeans and nothing else, and then now all is forgotten, and he's just like, hey. Right,
0: like, welcome.
1: (laughs) I knew knew I'd see ya. So, hey. Okay, so yeah, so they get their fuck on.
0: It is smoking. It
1: really is so fucking spicy!
0: I think... I was a little shocked at the sex scene, um, simply because I like Kayla, right? Like, yeah. Like, as a character, but I felt like she was, like, a vanilla... Yes. ...boring... Like, her and Michael's, like, marriage sex was just, like, boring. Missionary, nothing to call home about. Right. But... Her, like, dirty side came out with Aiden, I felt like. so Quickly. Yeah, it was kind of, for me, like, okay, this character is not who you think she is. Mm -hmm. So, I liked that. I did, too. I also liked that Aiden had, like, full force, like... I'm fucking dirty. Get on board. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Dirty talk doesn't know anything about her, but just goes full force. Yeah. And she likes it. And it's when, good. I
1: mean, I'd like it. Too, I liked it too. Saying. But
0: uh, yeah, smoking hot, mm-hmm. rough, dirty, like.
1: Not short.
0: Not short. Yeah. I mean, they
1: fuck all night yeah. and in the morning. So yeah. it goes on for a while. Yeah. And of course, he's trying to get little tidbits of info on her, and she's only releasing like half the story, yeah. you know.
0: Which I think he knows. By oh way. yeah, he's not—he's not,
1: not, not an idiot, and he's not going to fall for her yeah. shit. But he is all entranced right. by her vagina yeah. at this point, and she, of course, is with his penis. Right. So good fucking times. Right. Yeah. Good fucking times are happening. Right. Okay, there is because we always talk about it because there's always a pet name situation. Yeah. And I've heard this pet name before and fucking hated it. Same. But I did not hate it in this book. Same. It was perfect. So it's like rabbit or bunny. Or Bunny Rabbit. Or Bunny Rabbit. Like, he goes between all three, and there will be times where he just says, you know, like, I'm going to fuck you, Bunny, or I'm going to fuck you, Rabbit, or does my Bunny Rabbit need to be fucked? And I'm like, yes. Right. Yeah, on tribute, right Right. here. I will do that. That's not a problem for me. Call me Bunny all fucking day.
0: I think my favorite line was, she got sassy with him, and he just looked at her, and he was like... Run, rabbit! Run. And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, here we go. Like, this is gonna be hot." And yeah, he is. did catch her, and
1: he yes. flung her to the
0: floor and like fucked her, like in the woods. Yeah. So she
1: has like leaves in her hair oh. and mud all over, and he doesn't give a fuck. He's just Dude, fuck turning her over, <laughs> spank that ass, all in the yeah. mid- all in the open, in like I the mean, forest. around in some mud with
0: some leaves. Yeah.
1: Oh, man, it's so good. And there's so much sex. Yeah. So much sex in this book. Yeah. But in between the times where she does let her vagina rest a little bit, um, it's usually based around the house and all the wicked weirdness that's going on in the house. Um, And about and now she's starting to see people like looking out the window and she sees like a kid and then she goes outside and there's not a kid. She'll see like a hooded, you know, like a man or it's big enough to be a man, she thinks, but it's face is covered with a hood um she doesn't she goes outside no one's there doorbell goes off she goes to open up the door no one's there right. uh her le- roof is still leaking yeah. so at some point she's he's tarped it yeah. so at some yeah. point he's gonna have to fix it yeah because they're fucking he's back on the job um lots of lots of shits going on so fiona our housekeeper she's like listen i know you don't want to hear this but i'm gonna tell you some shit -hmm. There's some shit going on in your house, and we like the ghosty kind or paranormal kind. And I know somebody who's a medium. We need to work this shit out because it's not going to get any better. And Kayla's like, What the absolute fuck are you talking about? I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not getting into that. And Fiona's like, Look, do what you want to do. I'm just letting you know, like, this is an option. And she's like, Okay. So, it does go on for a little bit. Like, she's not going to... She's not believing in it. She lets us know. Kayla says flat out, I don't believe in paranormal. I don't believe in any, any of that bullshit. But she's starting to get to a point, too, of, like, I don't have anything else to lose.
0: Yeah, I think she's start Like, little things are starting to happen more and more. Like, she starts finding this, like, penny everywhere. Some kind in, of like,
1: special coin. Yeah, like,
0: in random places.
1: It was Michael's, right?
0: Yeah, it was Michael's. She never goes into his office... And she goes in there one day and the penny's in there. And like the penny was where that weird guy in the coat was standing outside. Mm-hmm. And she starts noticing little things. She like will walk around the house and she sees a picture of like her and Michael on their wedding day. and she just will start like staring at it, and then all of a sudden she'll feel a chill. and that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she did notice when she was looking at a picture, though, that she had bruises on her arms, which is really weird to me because, in the book, it's described like she sees the bruise and it's the first time that she's ever noticed it.
1: Yeah. In so your then, wedding picture. Right. It's so just weird. You
0: start as a reader realizing like, okay, I feel like maybe their marriage was not happy go lucky. Right. You start to realize like maybe he was controlling, abusive, something.
1: Something. He's not, we shouldn't be mourning him the way right. that we are
0: at right. this point
1: is what you're getting. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also feel like, too, because of all the weird random shit that's going on, and then, of course, the grieving and the remembering of her husband, Aiden is, like, what she runs to so she doesn't have to deal with real life. So I get it, but at the same time, like, Aiden's letting her know... How serious is this separation? Because it's starting to feel serious, you and me, and I'm not going to set myself up. Like, I'm already in too deep as it is. I need to go if you're going to go back to him. And she still won't tell him the truth, that he's dead, but she's letting him know, I'm not going to go back to my husband. So they're still doing their thing. So here's what you got still. You're still getting these fucked up, weird ass letters from somebody named Dante. And now we found out that there's a return envelope that has the local state prison right. in the return envelope. She doesn't know an inmate. Right. She doesn't understand what these letters are. And I didn't, we didn't really specifically like write any of these out or go back and want to read any of them to you. But these letters are starting to get really weird. They're all about her. Like this is being written from a person that knows her right. very well. And she's like, I don't know who the fuck you are.
0: And they're very weird. They're kind of like riddly. Like, they're very riddle-esque type letters. They say something, but like, as a reader, you don't really know what it means. Yeah. Uh, She does respond like she keeps writing back. Yeah. uh, But they don't really go anywhere.
1: Yeah. It's like at first she was writing back with basically, who are you? What do you want? And is this a scam? Right. And then she starts writing back like, "Okay, I don't really understand what it is that you're trying to tell me. And I don't know who you are, but all these weird things are happening to me. Maybe you can be my sounding board. So she does ask questions like, do you think this situation is weird and blah, blah, blah. She shares none of this with Aiden. Right. Aiden doesn't get to stay at her house and she just makes it seem like it's because it was her house with her husband yeah. and she's not going to do that even if they're separated. So he can work on the house, but he can't really, he doesn't really sleep at the house at this point. So she is with him, but she doesn't share with him too, all the weird shit that's going on in the house or what Fiona believes that it's ghost or that she's seeing people on the property. Right. She's not sharing with him the Dante situation. So to me, I'm starting to struggle with Kayla a little bit right here because it's like this whole book, we felt sorry for her because this is a horrible situation to be in. And then all these interesting yet weird things are starting to happen, which get you intrigued. And then you get hot ass motherfucking Aiden involved. And you're like, I am so here for all of this.
0: I just, I want to shake her. Like say something, do something, change your situation. Like you're annoying me. Yes.
1: Yes exactly like it can't keep going on the way that it is so So, yeah yeah. we're just going to take a quick break
0: actually though uh we'll be right back hey smart hive listeners just a quick reminder don't forget to go onto our tiktok and instagram page like follow do all the fun things we also have a link in our instagram bio that takes you to spotify and apple leave us a review Okay, we're back.
1: hmm
0: Okay. Annoyed with Kayla. Yeah. She decides to take Fiona up on her offer mm-hmm. of the medium.
1: Well, I think just what you said before break, like, all these things are happening to her, but she's not, she's avoiding it and she's not really doing anything about it. And I think that she's finally taking a small step. Right to like get a little bit of control and even though she doesn't believe and she actually tells fiona like you know i don't believe is that gonna fuck it up and fiona's like i don't know maybe so fiona brings claire is it claire i think is the name and it ends up being a relative or a sister or a cousin or an aunt or something i don't know of fiona's but she's like gonna do something to change her circumstances but she doesn't fully believe in like what's happening
0: well we'll call her claire okay She walked in and was immediately like, oh, (laughs) okay. Yep. Like, we have work to do. Let's get moving. Right. So as a reader, you're like, okay, shit's about to go down. Yeah. Kayla's none the wiser. She's just like, I don't believe in any of this. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, let's, like, take us to a place where, like, you know, let's go into Michael's office. Right. Cause like, no, 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 you know, I don't go in there. No one goes in there. And Claire kind of pushes and is like, we need to go in there. Like, let's do this. That's Mm -hmm. the place we should be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she starts doing her. Thing. Medium stuff. Right. (laughs) It's.
1: I thought it was a little creepy. it, It
0: was real creepy. It was a little creepy. Not like in a bad way. Like I
1: was intrigued and I was almost like a little scared and I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know if
0: I want to know what happens
1: next. It was very well described.
0: No matter your personal thoughts on like mediums or anything like that, the story really did kind of like bring you in.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You kind of felt like you were there, which is rare reading Mm -hmm. from an author again she does amazing yeah pulling you as a reader into the story yeah because yeah i got i had like goosebumps on my arms Mm -hmm. that does not happen to me
1: yeah well and i feel like i was on an emotional roller coaster yeah Uh, During this because I felt like the sadness and then I felt like the Overwhelmness and then I felt just all the different things and I feel like you're There for all the feels there's ups there's downs there's sex there's back and Forth there's banter there's attraction but there's also like stuff that's scaring the shit out of you And there's unexplained things that you're like okay well we need to wrap this up Because I need to solve this what the fuck is happening? Like, why does your kitchen cabinets open like right. that? And who is the little boy you can right. seeing in your backyard? What the fuck's happening?
0: Like, what's up with the penny? Yeah. For fuck's sake, Yeah, the penny. this
1: fucking penny. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many things are happening and you're so invested in all of them because yeah. the way that it's written, you feel it all. Yeah. So, GT, girl, thank you. Oh, yeah. We love you. So good. Okay. Anyway, so we're here. Here we are. We we got the medium.
0: Yep. We're in the office. We're in the office.
1: Shit's happening. Weird shit's happening. Wind is
0: blowing through the house.
1: Kayla has to understand at this point. She's like, well, maybe it's Michael's ghost. Like she's about to understand. Yep. This is not all made up. Yeah. But Claire is like, we need to seance this bitch. Like we need to figure out how to do this. And you can tell Kayla does not want to do this. But they do end up doing the seance. And um, she doesn't think that it's Michael at this point, but she doesn't know yeah. it's a male spirit. She gets that. Yeah. Kayla doesn't really believe that for whatever it was that that person said is like from yeah, it, creepy, yeah. creepy, creepy, super good. You got to read through that yeah. part, but yeah, okay. Anyway, she doesn't really get any answers, though. No. So you're stuck once again now believing that the house is fully haunted. So you've read the book up until this point going, okay, well, is there, like, somebody hiding in her walls? Like, is it a serial killer? Is yeah. it really supernatural? Like, what is happening? Because yeah. something definitely is.
0: You do learn at this point, too, like, during the seance the wind blew like a newspaper article on the desk that Kayla saw. Mm -hmm. Um, and it had like a picture of Michael on it and like partial title of the newspaper article. Mm -hmm. It was like man drowns. Right. And so now you've learned that Michael has drowned. That's how he died. Right. So, um, but that's, that's the only new information as readers. That we got. And Kayla was very focused on this article. Mm -hmm. She just felt weird about it. Right. But she moved on. Yeah. She didn't investigate into that.
1: No, because she needed a break again from her crazy house and her crazy situation and her grieving. And so she runs right back to Aiden. Right. So from this point, you're getting more into the relationship part. Where words are being spoken and I am falling in love with you and I want to be with you and I always want to be with you and who's staying with who that night and here meet my friends and all this kind of stuff. And it's just very sweet Mm -hmm. and very romantic from where you get this major fucking prick of an asshole in the first couple of chapters to this really sweet, I have all the feels now, alpha teddy bear. He's completely turned into like your little gushy cinnamon roll at this point.
0: Unless they're fucking.
1: Oh yeah. Then he's not. Then he's not. No, he's still going to hold your face down (laughs) into the rug. (laughs) I know. He's all of it. Uh, Okay. So as we've had explained, here's what you still have going on. that's unresolved. You know, a little bit more about the husband and that the marriage might not have been all that great, but you still don't have all the full details about it. And to be honest with you i was believing that the goat that it was a ghost in the house and that it's the husband
0: that's what i thought
1: yeah even though she doesn't believe it right. i was believing it then you still have the housekeeper still talking to her still helping her still trying to get her to come around and understand and one of the main rules that they've explained to her this being fiona and claire is that you can't tell a ghost that they're a ghost Right. because Kayla wants to scream in the room. Like, are you fucking serious? Are you a ghost or what? And they're like, no, no, no. You can't do that. You can't tell a ghost that they're a ghost or they'll get stuck or some shit like that. So she's like, okay. So you have all that going on. You have this full blown. I know that I'm in love with this man and this man loves me and it is fucking, this is my life. This should be what my life is, but I need to tell him the truth. Yeah. I haven't done that yet, but I still need to tell him the truth. Cool. Then you have the people that that she keeps seeing, like the things again with the house. Like it's not just thinking that Michael's the ghost, but all the things that are disrupting her daily fucking life Mm -hmm. where she can't sleep. She's still not eating properly. Like she only feels like she's a human when she's with Aiden, but she's not with Aiden all the time. Right. Yeah. So at some point though... You gotta figure it all out, right? Well,
0: Aiden starts saying really weird things. I mean, she's still getting letters from Dante, the Dante letters, but Aiden starts saying things like, "Open your eyes and like see." Yeah, like, open your eyes. Yeah, and she isn't really quite sure exactly like what that's supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: she's dick drunk, so she doesn't care,
0: right? <laughs> um, so she does go back into the office right she goes back into the office Mm -hmm. and the newspaper is there now Mm -hmm. not covered right and at this point spoiler alert yeah she realizes that she is the ghost
1: yes the article says mount man drowns Wife." wife And it's when she opens it up, it's his picture, her husband, but then it's also her picture. Right. And then she realizes the funeral that she was at was Listers. her funeral and not his funeral.
0: And she's the one doing all the things in the house. And the little kid lives there with his parents.
1: Who bought the house after she died. And
0: Fiona is their housekeeper.
1: But can see right. ghosts.
0: So she so she 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 gets it. Yes. Right. Okay. But now she's like. No, this can't be right. This can't be right. She starts running around the house. Realize all the pictures are not of her. Yeah, she's like, no, I have this guy. I'm calling Eddie. Like, I'm calling the police detective. Da 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 da. So she calls this Eddie guy, and like someone answers the phone, and they're like, no, like that was my dad. Like he died
1: in like the seventies. Yeah,
0: and so she starts realizing that all of these outside of fiona of course Mm -hmm. all of these people that she has come into contact with and actually spoken with are ghosts
1: except she's like now wondering well what the fuck about aiden right because i've been with aiden right oh my god is he a ghost yeah now she's gonna remember right so here's what you got yeah her husband is like bipolar schizophrenic And he's so pompous about being the smart, educated man in the room or whatever that he doesn't take his medication. So the bruises that appeared on the wedding picture was the first time that he grabbed at her and kind of lost his shit. And that's her first memory of when he started to turn. Right. And throughout their marriage, she ended up pregnant and he went into a psychotic episode and thinks that she's like working for the government and the government cares about what he's doing, like full blown paranoia. Right. Uh Well, he kicks her. And she loses the baby. And that's when she decides to leave him. So she does leave him in real life. She is really separated from her husband in real life. And
0: she really does meet Aiden. She really does. In real life.
1: Yes. So all this relationship that's been building up in the book that we think is happening now happened when she was alive. Right. So Aiden uh, comes to her house. They're hanging out together. They're going outside. This is like New Year's Eve, so yeah. I think to see fireworks on the boat or yep. some shit like that. And the husband shows up, and he's the one that she keeps seeing in the hooded, yes. um, you know, the hoodie or whatever. Well, he shoots Aiden. And kills him. And kills him. Shoots him in the head and kills him. Yep. So she has to watch Aiden die. And then he takes, the husband takes her out by the boat and drowns her. Yep. And now she's dead.
0: And so- while he's drowning her... A penny drops out of his pocket. Into the water. Into the water. Yep. So there's that.
1: Right. Now, when she, the ghost her, realizes the end of her life, realizes everything that has happened, realizes the house that she's in is not her house, and she's been scaring the bejesus out of these people. um, She starts thinking about the letters, and all of a sudden, the letters unscramble themselves, and they're from Aiden. They're not from Dante. And they're
0: from the prison, because that is where... Michael is right um I do want to say though the best part of the whole book for me outside of the sex of course is during this time the doorbell starts ringing and she's like this fucking doorbell mm-hmm. so she goes to open the door and this time Aiden is standing there yes he's like finally
1: it took you like, long enough
0: it took you long enough you finally see like now we can be together like let's be together
1: mm-hmm So they're going to be together. Ghost them are going to be able to still be together. Yeah. Swoon. I cry. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big badass bitch when it comes to most of these books. And I love Mafia and all those great, like, you know, things or whatever. Cried. I crumbled like a fucking Christmas cookie. I bawled hysterically.
0: I had goosebumps all over my body and I was in shock. Because never has a book ever caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. Literally made me stop reading and stare at a wall and be like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Because at at no point did I ever think she was a ghost.
1: Right. Me neither.
0: At no point.
1: No. I thought there were ghosts in it, but I didn't think it was her.
0: Right. So I was just absolutely flabbergasted it it reminded me of how i felt many of years ago when i was 16 on my first date watching the sixth sense i don't know if anyone remembers this movie first
1: willis right
0: uh yes yeah and um Hay uh Haley
1: joel Osborne. yes yeah
0: um yes i was 16 i'll never forget it and it was my very first date that's what we went to see and i remember like it was yesterday, when it is shown that the little boy is the ghost, it's like your brain just explodes. Mm-hmm. Like at no point during that entire movie did I ever once think he was the ghost.
1: Well, the kid wasn't the ghost. Bruce Willis was yes, the ghost. Yes, Bruce
0: Willis was the ghost. Okay. So never once did I ever think.
1: Yeah. That. No. Right.
0: So that is exactly how I felt with this book. Mm-hmm. Mind blown. I cannot believe this. Also, holy shit. Yeah. And that's how everyone else feel. I mean, people were literally online. Like, I'm emotionally distraught. I am triggered. Mm-hmm. I am sobbing. I literally am shaking. I mean, people had all sorts of
1: reactions, reactions
0: to this book. Mm-hmm. And congratulations, honestly, to yeah. JT because- yeah to make readers feel like this amount of emotion is so rare Mm -hmm. i just can't it's one of the best one of the best plot storyline books i think i've ever read
1: with the best sex yes so fucking good yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because you go right into understanding that the whole thing is now come undone she's a ghost And then all the things, they flash back to what happened. So now you can see them from the point of view of her being the one causing them because she's the ghost to opening up that door and realizing all the times that that doorbell rang, it was Aiden trying to get through to her. But he couldn't be with her in the ghost world until she realized she was a fucking ghost. Cried, cried, cried. I cried. I don't cry. I didn't yeah. even know I could. Yeah. It was just a thing. I've never cried from a book yeah and I I cried when they came together it was
0: a, and a lot of people have said that once you're finished mm-hmm. to go back and read the letters. yes, I've done that. when when you're reading them in the story, they mean nothing to you as a reader because right. they don't make sense similar to Kayla, they just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. You don't know who they're from, you don't know what they're talking about yeah. But after you know that they're from Aiden Mm -hmm. and now, you know, the storyline, people say that it changes the whole story. It does. So, yeah, you know, and I'm sure if you were to go back and reread the book entirely, Mm -hmm. it would be different. Yeah. You probably pick up on other things that maybe you didn't the first time around.
1: Yeah. Well, the book's still not over. No. Yeah. Okay. This is, this to me is like one of the best parts. Well, besides the crying like a banshee over the reunion part, but okay. So the husband's not dead. He's the one that lived out of all of this. Right. Right. So he's been, uh, basically the state has been drugging him. When you are charged with like double murder and you're a schizo, they make you take the meds. Yeah. Um, while you're, so he's, what we're, what we're doing is we're reading the transcript From the psychologist that's determining if Michael can stand trial for murdering his wife and Aiden. And so now, because he's medicated, he's back to being himself. And you could tell what a cocky fucking prick he is. And he's basically letting the guy know, I'm smarter than you. I'm smarter than most of this fucking planet. I'm not going to go to jail for this. I can't be held responsible for what happened when I wasn't on my meds. And all this kind of stuff. But
0: he knew what he was doing he did know what he was doing So it wasn't the meds yeah he found out she was having an affair and he killed them and he's using that as an excuse yeah that's also not the best part
1: no no they're haunting him yeah so he starts freaking out and like screaming and like oh no oh god it's them and all this kind of shit And you're reading the psychologist notes of like, do you need me to restrain you? Like, what the fuck is happening here? And he was like, it's them. It's them. Well, who are they? It's Aiden. It's Kayla. Well, what are your murder victims? Huh? Well, what are they saying to you? Yeah. Boo. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Boo. That's the best. Boo.
0: Yeah. I was like, yes.
1: Yeah. He's not going to
0: get away with that. No,
1: no. He's going to go down for the double murder. Yeah. But how again, how creative. You're not just getting the chapter of the discussion or from even the point of view of the doctor. you're just getting his transcripted yeah. notes, and that's how it's written out. Yep. after they after what she did to my brain and my emotional crazy, like just to read that kind of clinical subject says this doctor yeah. says this. I was like, okay, thank you because I needed something right. to like get right. it out I'm of my head
0: distraught. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah uh it's worth it this book is so fucking worth the hype yeah so worth worth it
0: it's one of those books where it's you're never gonna forget it no you're never gonna forget it it's gonna stick on in your mind all the time it's rare. I mean, there are so many romance smut books out there. Like, we read tons, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there are moments that Joel will be like, hey, did you read this? I'm like, yeah, I think I did. But, like, I don't exactly remember, like, anything about it. Like, I know I read it. But it's just, you know, mm-hmm. this is like, I could tell you every single detail yep. and never forget it. Yeah. Yeah. it's It's rare.
1: I had to get it out of my head pretty much right when i got done with it like i found the quickest yeah. dirtiest smuttiest meanest mafia shit yeah, yeah. i could find to so be like okay okay i'm back to bed ba- I'm, I'm balanced now right. i'm back to normal right. or i wasn't gonna get out of bed so <laughs> it yeah. took me i had to get right into something else because fuck
0: i know i read it first and i remember i told you like holy shit
1: yeah you told me to prepare myself, yeah. to give myself two days yeah. and prepare myself. And I was like, oh man, why do we keep picking shit like this? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking TikTok. Totally worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Dick score. Five. Yeah.
0: Like Same. I didn't even need to think about it. Five.
1: Nope. Five. It has everything. Yep. It has things in it I didn't even know I wanted until right. I got it. And yep. now I want it all the time. Yeah. Maybe not the
0: crying part, right. but. Or yeah. like the ghosty death part but yeah everything else, everything else.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah oh man yes mm. but we can like cleanse now right. we can get <laughs> yes. we're right. gonna move right on to more smut uh and i will tell you if that for next week or the smut that we have coming up i don't foresee any ghosts
0: well, the next week's book is just fucked up. It
1: is just fucked so, up, but it's going to be so good. Yeah, uh, the Filthy Rich Americans series by Nikki Sloan. The first book is called The Initiation.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> Prepare you guys. It's so good, good and fucked and filthy, gross. Yeah, I mean filthy, gross, but in like a good way.
1: It's it's in it's in such a way that it's not supposed to be good but because it is so right. fucking good that you feel bad. Right. <laughs> You're just like, "Oh yes. my god. That kind of twist inside yeah. inside of you. Yeah. But um so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait." All right guys, well, I hope that you have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.